Spout Lore is made possible by contributions from our listeners. If you would like to support us, go to patreon.com slash spoutlore, where you can get extra bonus special content. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Vigor's half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great might. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hello there. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. When last we left our heroes, they had begun exploration of an island in the misty, foggy expanses of the gray. The island initially seemed to just be uh, just a regular old pile of rocks and grass, but soon became very, very important <laughs> to the world of spelt lore. Uh, our friends went ashore with the crew of the Sunrunner. Uh, Tuck wandering the beach, finding a carving in a rock, uh, reminiscent of carvings left long, long ago, and a, a, a distant chiming in the fog. Mm-hmm. Ving wandered and found what appears to be some sort of sacred pool, a, dru- a druidic well of some kind, mm-hmm. taking the opportunity to make his final deal with the snake spirits that he promised to uh, help cross into the material world, welcoming them into the material plane during the full moon, making it easier for them to pass over into the material plane. That's what it was, yeah. yeah. And also uh, perhaps creating some sort of bond between himself and the snake spirits for future use now that they are connected to the moon in some way. Mostly just puts them in old Pringles cans and surprises people. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want a Pringle? (laughs) Uh, Billy wandered and found a copse of trees revealed to be a druid grove containing just a variety of information recorded by some druid long ago uh, and a stone beehive hut containing a various detritus of living and life and also a circlet made of woven sticks bearing the name Ileana. Billy brought the circlet back to Ving, whom communed with the spirits of the hut uh, and was awarded a vision of a druid naming ceremony of sorts mm-hmm. uh, where the circlet was bestowed upon a young druid woman and then see- saw the generations of druids who received that circlet the crew then found a shipwreck beneath the waves on the shore of the island and everybody dove down and had kind of a little uh super mario 64 water level swim around (laughs) (laughs) billy uh the main thing i remember is everybody was kind of having trouble with it and billy was paddling around like a little submarine (laughs) having like a great time (laughs) a little tiny bubbles (laughs) bubbles <laughs> oh the cute little bubbles bloop, bloop, bloop. Uh, little fart bubbles <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, and then while swimming back to the surface, Tuck was attacked by a harbor seal. Yep. And moments later, the Selkies arrived. Yeah. Uh, led by an enormous elephant seal who revealed himself to be king of the Selkies, Stone Eye. Pretty cool. Uh, Billy was chased into a tree <laughs> by the yeah. smallest and rangiest of the Selkies. Yeah, named Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> Who, is, who couldn't quite get far enough up to chase Billy <laughs> and decided to uh, extort Billy into offering tribute uh, and then said that you could offer tribute to Stone Eye on top of the tribute that you offered him. Mm-hmm. Billy ran down with Jimbo to try and stop the fight between Ving and Stone Eye, which was getting pretty brutal. You offered your name as Ileana as negotiations started to fall. And he said, if you bear the name Ileana, you owe more than tribute. You owe blood. And that is where we find our heroes now. I mean, how, how much blood are we talking? <laughs> a little bit. A drop, a pint, a quart. I could fill a mason jar for you. <laughs> now that you've broken the accord, your punishment will not be determined by me, but by the council. Accord? What accord? Ilianas were never to step foot in these waters again. If I had my way, you would die where you stand. We must go to the council. Where's the council? Hibernia. Oh, oh shit. Seize uh, them. Whoa, and, whoa, 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 whoa. The Selkies all step forward in their human forms to grab you all. Tuck uh, just pushes one of them to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. easy. It's, uh, probably a smaller person went I for push you. Jimbo to the ground. <laughs> oh, hey, come on. Billy does what uh, like cats do when they don't want to get picked up. So he like lies down. <laughs> And uh, like, oh, just <laughs> baby yeah, on the side yeah, of the road. crunches his like arms and legs. And, Don't pick me up. <laughs> it turns into a puddle of really hard to pick up. Yeah. And the selkie that's trying to pick you up is having a hard time getting a handle on you. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you resisting, or are you going to try no. and talk to them? No, I, I'm not resisting. I just don't want to be handled. Yeah. Yeah. Get your hands off us. We will go freely. Yeah, I already wanted to go to Hibernia. Did you not hear how excited I was? <laughs> Farewell. You and he points at Ollie and he goes, Ah, uh, yeah, hey, <laughs> I'm not an Ileana. I don't think that I'm involved in this. You must bring them. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got like a rate though. Is it like a daily? <laughs> and he just turns into an elephant seal and gets in the water. <laughs> Oh, he uh, starts pulling the boat. Maybe they all pull the boat. Uh, they all, like oh. the Selkies, start uh, getting into their animal forms and getting into the water and it is disgusting (laughs) (laughs) it's a lot more like you know how ving's form changing was like instantaneous basically theirs is a lot more like werewolf like like you can watch them morph into seals we can hear like bones crick and scritch it's like when gas is moving around a stomach and squishing and farting sounds (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and uh yeah, they're like so a few of them stay on the shore and herd everybody back onto the boat. And Tech's like, why is it so gross when they do it? <laughs> Ving, why is it so gross when they do it? I don't know. Hey, Stone Eyes, why are you so gross <laughs> when you change? Long gone. <laughs> no one's gonna answer this question. Jimbo, for you. what's up with the changing? It's disgusting. Roll a spell lore. Okay, two D six plus uh this has to do with history, so I get my wisdom. It does have to do with history. Yeah, nice. I got eleven. Fuck eleven. Wow. Um so 
really should have used that for what the fuck is going on with your family. <laughs> yeah, not, why is it so gross when you change? Why do you make so many fart noises? What a you? fucking waste of a spell or roll. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, something that your mom taught you um, when she was, when you were learning how to shapeshift and learning how to harness your uh, spiritual energies is she talked about how some druids issue the more spiritual uh, magic-like aspects of druidic practice and are all about physicality, combat, like being, like becoming the beast. Whoa. So this clade is more about like, we are animals, we are killers. Uh, so they are more connected to the physical form mm-hmm. as opposed to the spiritual aspect. So they're, yeah, so their bodies undergo a physical change Whoa. when they meld with the spirit of the animals that they shift into. Right. Yeah. And you know, and you would know that um, when it comes to uh, actual combat, they're all physical. Uh-huh. Like they don't have any, basically no magical ability. Okay. Kind. Yeah. Interesting. So that's something that you could use potentially. Is that why they don't have tails? Uh, they do have tails. Stone Eye has stone eyes. Oh, okay. They do. <laughs> Jimbo tails. has what? Jimbo has, uh, ja- like, he has, like, fangs, jagged <laughs> teeth. And this is something I meant to, something that all of the Selkies share. Uh, I meant to point this out last time. I completely forgot. But they all have what looks like um, sealskin cloaks. Oh, like, cool. They have, like, capes that look like they're made of sealskin. Cool. Uh, that is part of the skins that they, like, inhabit. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so they all... Is everybody just like, okay, I guess we're going to Hibernia. Yes. Yeah. We shall go. Do There's it. no... We're, we're kind of going. Um, yeah, you were, well, you were trying to get to the north, and you yeah. were like, well, maybe we'll get close to Hibernia, but I don't know if we'll go there. Do we know... What do we know about Hibernia so far? Almost nothing. I think we know that, like, the knowledge tree comes from there. Oh, yeah. Um, you know that it's the origin of, of, of druids. druidism and potentially of magic in general. And wow. of the fairies. Yeah. Like the fairies migrated from Hibernia, right? Yep. To the the principality. This was like the first place they crossed over into. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So I, everybody is just like gathered onto the boat. Maggie, Caroline, Perel, they're all like, oh man, <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> Actually, Maggie's like, hey, should we uh, maybe make a break for it? Are you kidding? I get to see Hibernia? You want to go to this place? Heck yeah, I do. It's, it's like nice and cold. And I learned all this stuff in the library with Perel about it. It sounds like they're going to kill Ving. No. When has Ving ever died? I think like twice. <laughs> no, we always get him back. He's, I, I can hear you. <laughs> how, how many more deaths do you think you have in you, big guy? I don't know. Seven? <laughs> Uh, and Perel's like, yeah, I am. Uh, I gotta say, I'm thinking we should run too. I just want that on the record. I know we're not going to because you're all um, out of your minds. <laughs> but hey, we think with our words, not with our thoughts. Okay, <laughs> let's get there. Talk to these <laughs> guys. Wait, hold on. And <laughs> <laughs> do what we do and talk ourselves into weird situations when we will probably find out a lot of things. About what we're trying to know. Okay, yeah, I just want to say that that didn't make any. And then as he's talking, one of the Selkies pushes him onto the boat <laughs> and then jumps into the water, turning into a seal halfway. And Tuck, like, climbs into the boat, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, Pharrell, like, didn't you want to go to Hibernia? Because, like, it could be, like, a key to getting your magic back. Well, like, I did at one point want to go to Hibernia. Yeah, until we figured out that Adernak Allwater's tower was in the north. And then I wanted to go there. Yeah, but isn't Hibernia like closer to the north than where we are right now? 
Yeah, but also Hibernia was kind of like a plan B. I feel like it's time for plan B. We haven't even tried to do plan A, though. We are trying. We're like going with the flow. Yeah. And this is like as the boat starts (laughs) jolting ahead because there's like a pack of Selkies kind of pushing it forward. Sometimes Uh, you just got to like just got to go with things. Last time I tried to just go with the flow, I ended up locked in a box for a hundred years. And now look at us. Happy family. Look at us, bloodthirsty selkies pushing your sailboat into an impenetrable wall of fog. A wide shot of like (laughs) (laughs) just making barking noises. Uh It's like a road trip or a cruise. They put a sign on Ving that says blood debt. Owed. <laughs> yeah. Just like a sign on the back, like a just married sign, but yeah. it says like blood debt and there's cans dragging behind the boat. Um, <laughs> slowly going into this wall of fog. <laughs> Can I use my binoculars to see ahead? Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you could try. The, okay. the gray is very hard to see through, but you might be able to learn something. Uh, 2d6 plus wisdom for discern realities. 10. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you get three questions off to certain realities. Cool. And we'll say that this is kind of you keeping an eye out during the whole like journey. Yeah. Yeah. Who's really in control here? Mm. Uh, so they're, you know, you're, you're heading on through the gray for a couple hours. Pretty hard to see on all sides, but you're like, you can feel your binoculars trying to focus through the fog. They're making that loud, like <laughs> your hands are growing and shrinking in size. Um, but at one point you hear like a, like a spray of water f- from somewhere in the fog. Is it a whale? You see a shape. Yeah. Like a back break, uh, the waves and dive Ooh. under. And um, you hear the captain's voice come on. He's like, there's a pot of orca <laughs> whales off the starboard <laughs> side. Yeah. <of the> <laughs> Uh, I actually, I black and white. I think it is a, it is an orca for sure. Whoa. Like you see like the fin cut over the water and dive under and you see, uh, it looks like stone eye go under the water as well. Whoa. Oh my God. That's his girlfriend. Oh my God. Are they fucking <laughs> for sure? <laughs> and then eventually stone eye breaks the water again and the boat continues and the whale swims off. They're not having intimate adult time. <laughs> Mm. That's what I tell Ving and, and Tuck. Tuck's like, fuck, this sucks. But uh, <laughs> what Billy uses, besides thinking, are these uh, animals having intimate adult time under the waves? Uh, you think, oh, there must be other druids in the water. Mm. Okay. So, like, Stone Eye is in control, but there are people that he's checking in with as they're, as they're sailing. Oh. Um, uh, what, what here is useful or valuable to me? You notice that kind of peeking through the fog once in a while, you're seeing islands um, and they're getting the further you get the longer you go. This is another couple hours of travel. um, The islands are getting closer and denser. Mm. So you think that if you did have to try and get away on the sun runner, you might be able to use these islands as a way to like potentially lose people. Okay. Although it's probably really hard to lose the selkies in the water. um, You might have a better chance. What here is not what it appears to be. Hmm. What would this be? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, it's it's maybe like that. N- not all the different kinds of like harbor seal and whale are getting along in the water. Oh, like they're not a monolith. Yeah. There's a lot of um. You can hear like you know, 
animal fighting sounds. And if you look over the edge every once in a while, there are seals that are like scrapping with each other. So and they, it, oh. so, some of it's like play fighting, but mm-hmm. you can look, you can see in the eyes of some of them that they're trying to do harm. I can also tell that there's like, like from the sounds too, it sounds like there's discussions happening under the water. Whoa. So I bet there's disagreements. Oh, on like what's happening right now? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, maybe stuff like what we should have killed them. Like we should have killed them when we found them. We, yeah, don't, yeah, we yeah. shouldn't be bringing them back. We're going to have blame for whatever happens. Yeah. I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah. Cool. And Tuck is trying to get a, a pirate to bet with him who's which one of the seals is going to win a fight. <laughs> he's watching two go at it. And he's like, which one of these do you think is going to win? I don't know. That other one's got a lot of bites taken out of him. I feel like that one's lost a lot. And Tuck's, I'm going to put t- 10 gold coin on Jimbo. On Jimbo? I'll take that action. Okay. And Ollie goes, guys, 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 guys. Ving just hands Tuck one of his $10 <laughs> bags of coins. There you go. Guys, please. I'll also take that action. <laughs> Please, let me put down on this bed. Uh, And then there's like an impromptu uh, betting circle of seal fights. And okay, so some more time passes. Um, It's probably been... do I win? I thought this was a story thing. Um, Okay. I thought it would resolve later, but yeah, it could resolve right now. All right. Just a flat 2d6. Okay. Okay, here we go. 12. 12. Whoa. So, Rich. We are wasting Wait. rolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big fat rolls and nothing. So what's uh, that the poopy sound? <laughs> so Jimbo, now that you're seeing it was uh Billy remembers him being kind of uh goofy and uh uncoordinated, oh, but it yeah. seems like he's a fucking scrapper. In the water. <laughs> yeah, he he moves like lightning in the water oh, and man. he takes down this big uh like walrus that he was fighting basically he gets it to back off and he had to go back into his like human form and ride the boat with him <laughs> <He's just like, laughs> like, god damn fucking jimbo, <laughs> jimbo got me again. he's got like a big bite in his bicep he's like fucking hell Does everybody have a towel <laughs> just a huge dude with a big mustache he sounds like zoiber because <laughs> he's got his tell unfortunately for him is tusks yeah. so it's a walrus's is- head <laughs> yeah uh yeah so you win uh, 30 coins Oh, fuck yes. Wow. Nice. (laughs) And uh, the journey, you believe, uh, starts to come to an end as the boat starts to slow down a little bit. Uh, Describe for me the island of Hibernia. We'll start with Abdul. Oh, it looks like you. Have you ever seen like one of those islands that all the elephant seals go to to mate? Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's what we said. <laughs> we were talking about that. No way. <laughs> Wait, like just a rock? It's yeah. It like we come through the fog and there's end to end elephant seals. Just, they're not just <laughs> seals. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> so there's horses in this fuck pile. There's hippos. There's so Hibernia is a place that people live. Keep that in mind. Okay. So it's the central island. It but has, this could be one of the islands coming up to the big island. That's what we see. Okay. We see the fuck island on our way to the big okay. island. And that's my contribution to this thing. Excellent. So we pass a rock that's covered in elephant seals and sea lions. <laughs> and they're just like, or, 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 or. Uh, some of them are having sex. Some of them are not. <laughs> and there are some people on the island, too, because yeah, they're Panusians. all shapeshifters. shifters. <laughs> just having a ball. Yeah. Uh, Paul. Um, there's... Um, a huge long tidal zone mm. and there's um people out there harvesting seaweeds Ooh, sweet um, that's so cool and then yeah there's certain people who are like in half animal form like going out and getting the ones that are out in the water more totally and as the boat is like passing this tidal zone people are looking up from their work and watching the boat and the selkies go by 
Jessica? There's a lot of like uh, rounded structures, mm-hmm. sort of like like domes, and you can tell that those are dwellings. And at the top is like a little little uh, uh, bits of smoke coming out. Oh, oh yeah. cool. Um, so maybe people live there. Maybe they're smoke houses. Um, yeah, but they're all made of like stone. Yeah, awesome. Uh-huh. Cool. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like, kind of like the beehive hut. Kind of, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Yeah. So they come to uh, uh, what? Can I add a different thing? Yeah. Then fuck rock. <laughs> Are uh, we mean... getting rid of fuck rock? No, 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 no. we're okay. getting rid. Okay. <laughs> Jessica was so concerned. <laughs> <I'm> so... <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I had a whole theory that was based we on keep, fuck rock. We keep fuck rock, or I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> fuck rock, or I walk. <laughs> fuck walk. Um, as we're going in, we, the approach is going down like sort of narrower and narrower, like passages, like estuary arms kind of. of, Yeah. That's what I was thinking. And like, we can see these like villages that Jessica described all on the sides, but like there are like really tall rock cliffs Mm -hmm. and like, we don't notice it at first cause it's really big, but there's enormous runes, like ancient Mm. runic language in like carved into the rock from like ancient days. Interesting. Like, which I don't know what that does, but (laughs) Uh, maybe nothing. Some of it's probably too faded to read anymore. Like you can see the evidence of this writing, but not necessarily what it says. And Tuck's like, is that runes? Yeah. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) What does it say? Do you know what it says? I can't read it from here. Hang in there. <laughs> yeah. It's a little drawing underneath of a cat or something. If you were looking for fuck rock, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big arrow that says fuck rock and points back. There are also a lot of really tall evergreen trees and what and like these other leafy trees that mm-hmm. must be knowledge trees because they're enormous. Up, up on like the, you know, on the land. Yeah, above totally. the cliffs. Yeah. Sick. Mm-hmm. Cool. And there's like, yeah, there's a lot of, is there snow? There's a lot of mm-hmm. snow around. It's very snowy, yeah. And, and there's, around the trees of knowledge, it's like melted at, around the base. Oh. There's no snow that touches the base. Yeah. Can I, can you guys help me remember uh, trees of knowledge? Are they, I thought they were very rare, but are they like, are they like fairly, are they smaller and co- common or are they big and like there's one or two? They're rare, but on Hibernia, there's more of them. Okay. And like, uh, also in the great forest like in the north you'll find a few more of them but they're right. still very rare like they don't have like hundreds of these trees but you can just the ones that they do they're have native all, to this island yeah they're native land. to this island right. and the and they don't ever cut them down so a lot of them are very thick and old and tall so it's like the rest of the forest canopy and then there's like one huge tree yeah, mm-hmm. you see a few big ones there's a few small ones too and i oh. like that the there is buildings built into the structures of the dead ones yeah, yeah. oh totally yeah. there's like big um like some of them you can see like the big roots like coming down over the cliff like mm-hmm. it's just these huge oh, like yeah. net, nets of roots basically mm-hmm. yep. and there's like little shrines set up along them oh yeah and there's little runes and everything and uh, Look, candles looks like some people think- have built like little uh hanging dwellings like in the roots like on the cliffs cool. but it's like you know one or two people not like a whole house yeah so would we say like there's like a dozen that we can see <laughs> yeah now okay. wow, that's, oh that's a lot that's yeah so cool. hibernia's got a lot that makes sense because i think we said they were indigenous to here yeah can i can i say something else yeah guys uh, add whatever you want if you got ideas <laughs> <laughs> the like the roots that come off on the cliffs of mm-hmm. the knowledge tree the little structures in them are actually like meditation rooms oh yeah, cool, yeah. 
Cool, Very cool, cool. There's a hot <laughs> yoga awesome. studio yeah. in one of them too. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Bikram's hot yoga. <laughs> Oh, when we talked about, so uh, that's probably where a lot of, not a lot, of course, but sa- like sap gathers yeah. in the yeah. roots. So people go in the roots to like, maybe they like burn a little bit of the sap. Like they try and like, like, you oh. know, use it as incense, like inhale the smoke from the sap. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that like, um, they use it to help mediate the change. Like they just take a thing of sap and they oh. put it under their oh. tongue. That's They're always right. sucking on it. Um, oh, physics, physics pitch. pitches, right? Or oh, it's, it's like a Derived combination from, of different saps. Yeah. yeah, cool, 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 cool. Sick. Okay, so the boat comes to um, a stop, basically at the end of a huge like fjord, mm. like the Fuck fjord. No, this is this is regular fjord. This is a refractory fjord <laughs> where everybody comes to rest. That's what the old walrus guy tells us. <laughs> it's called cigarette fjord. <laughs> this is the one you come to after you come. <laughs> smoking a fat cigar uh yeah so it's like the end of this cliff canyon uh ends at like a small small rocky beach at the very end and there's water trickling down from upper land coming into the ocean to the estuary yeah uh and all the selkies uh come ashore they they beach the boat which ollie's not (laughs) psyched about he's like wait 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 no Uh, okay. So icy and sharp. Yeah. I really, you gotta, you can't do it on gravel. <laughs> so many barnacles. I'm gonna, oh. I have to look at this. <laughs> and he, yeah, and uh, all the selkies come ashore, start turning back into their human forms, obviously expectantly looking at everyone on the boat. And Billy comes walking down the plank like a tourist. <laughs> like <he's> got- <laughs> snap, <laughs> snap. <laughs> He's got his backpack on, his fanny pack on really tight, and his hood, like everything's neat and tidy. He's just like, golly me, am I excited to to see the sights here. Where'd you get that I Hard Hibernia shirt? I, I made it. Oh, it's so cool. Thank I want you. one. The heart is in the shape of Fuck Rock. <laughs> I went to Fuck Rock and all I got was this t-shirt. <laughs> but Billy can't read it. He has no idea what the shirt says. Um, actually, Billy, here's something to think about. I think that you've been feeling this as you've been getting closer to this island, mm-hmm. but Billy is coming very close to the original transit point of the ferries. Yeah. How is this affecting him? Is there like still energy that pours through from that place? Yeah. He feels very euphoric actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think that's actually why he's like being so, um, he just doesn't care uh-huh. about like the threat of, of stone eye. He's just so, elated to be home cool and he feels a sense of belonging that he hasn't felt ever you know like he feel he belong he knows he belongs with tuck and ving and he knows they're his family but it's a different thing to know that this is like his homeland yeah it's <laughs> like lay, like laying down in your bed after you've been away for a long time uh-huh. and you're just like oh fuck yeah 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 wow. is he undergoing any of those like fairy changes that he has in the past like the flowers no interesting yeah um I don't know. He doesn't need to. Yeah. That's really, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you all get herded off the boat. It looks like, uh, the crew, including Oliander is being at least right now, like confined to the boat. They're not being allowed to leave. Oh yeah. Are you guys going to be okay? Oh yeah. We got, um, we got like food and stuff. Are you guys going to be okay? Doug's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to try and fight stone eyes later, but I think I'm okay. <laughs> what? Maggie's like, what'd you say? I said, I'm going to try and fight. And he leans in. He's like, I, I have a plan. Ving, 
if yeah. you because these guys are like animals right basically right mm-hmm. so like if he tries to kill you i'm going to challenge him to a fight for his honor or whatever and then if i win i yeah. get you yeah and then if he wins he gets to kill me yeah oh. okay so then he'll kill me and kill you yes okay and then billy yeah. is back at hibernia which is where he belongs so it's best case scenario for us dying oh i mean i like it here but i am not up for any of that <laughs> so if if you lose against stone eyes and he kills you and think i guess i have to fight stone eye now because well because i have to avenge your death exactly <laughs> then you come find us in the spirit world i will Thank i you. don't go to the spirit world if i die but yeah find ving in the ah. spirit world and also yeah. and Prell's like <laughs> and also ving you don't go to the spirit world when you die either that was a that was a huge mistake i'm pretty sure i'd go back <laughs> We'll, we'll figure it out, Tuck. Don't worry. Also, I'm pretty sure I can beat Stone Eye. Yeah, you could beat him. And then we look over, and he's dragging Oleander's <laughs> enormous ship <With> up <laughs> onto the shore by himself. Yeah, huge. I really like. I feel like I I'm not able to accurately describe how large this guy is mm-hmm. like his arms are fucking huge his chest his gut like he's just a massive massive guy is he like the uh, that really like the biggest bodybuilder ever oh like uh Hathor Bjornsson or yeah. whatever yeah he's like that but bigger but fatter but for sure okay. fantasy yeah. version uh-huh. yeah like he looks like a guy who eats drinks whatever he wants as much as he wants and then is also massively strong and tuck looks at him and he's like my white whale (laughs) (laughs) he he is very pale too that fat elephant seal is my white whale (laughs) (laughs) um and you start getting led up the three of you why would maybe they would just want to take Ving actually? Why would they want to take the two of you? Um, because I refuse to let Bing go. Okay. Yeah. I don't go anywhere without these guys. If you kill one of us, you have to kill us all. (laughs) Damn, I'm shit. And uh, Stone Eye crosses his arms and nods and goes, if they join you, they share your fate. We are of the same blood. (laughs) He nods almost like, all right, interesting. Very well. And turns and starts walking up the hill. I like your tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) He walks away. (laughs) I I just, I was going to look back at Maggie and Perel like... <laughs> Two thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> or all day. Even, even Corrine is like two thumbs up, like, okay. She looks really nervous. <laughs> She's having a terrible time right now. And yeah, you get led up the hill into um, the sort of evergreen forest at the top. It's so cold here. Tuck, you're fine. Billy is probably getting a little, little rosy. I, rosy, but like. So happy. So happy. Yeah. He's like rolling around in the snow. <laughs> Don't eat the yellow snow, Billy. I won't. Every time you start rolling around, like a, a selkie like nudges you with their boot. And it's just like, go. I'm going. Chill. We're going. Let go. him enjoy the snow. And they push you. Don't push me. Don't push him. I push the selkie. They push you. Oh, Whoa. push him back. I push him. Yeah. They push you too. And I, I get up and I push him. And one, it just, tur- they turn into a, a sea lion and they just start going, arr, 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 arr. and I turn into a fairy and I go, arr, arr, arr. so Billy just turned into a flower boy. <laughs> Does Billy turn like he sprouts with flowers yeah. and parts back at them? And actually a bunch of the selkies go, <gasps> yeah, and back step off. back. Back off. And Stone Eye turns around and sees Billy and just turns and keeps walking up the hill. Yeah, I fucking thought so. <laughs> Don't touch our boys. 
Language, language. Sorry. And you come on to the top of the hill into this like snowy evergreen forest and the trail um, leads you through the trees. As we're walking, Tuck wants to sneak out the waning knife to see how much it's glowing. Mm. Edu and the little like tiny pulling yeah. it out. Yeah. Okay. yeah, Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, like uh, Frodhole Fro- did with the sting. <laughs> Frodhole Bagman? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's glowing a little bit, not as much as it was uh, at Port Four Frost. Okay. Bing yeah. pulls out the Magi knife and looks, pulls it out of the sheaf a little bit and looks at it. It's really upsetting to look at. <laughs> Oh, I should probably stop just, carrying this around. Just a yellowed, chipped fang. Oh, we gotta do something cool with this someday. That I feel like we never really talked about, but that fang, real big. Um, Is it a Selkie like test? That? I would say like forearm length. Oh, like a forearm length. Yeah, wow. and, like, and like curved. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like a canine too. So it's like a short sword almost. Yeah, pretty much. Like a wicked, sharp, fucked up thing. Yeah. Like a cave bear tooth. Mm. So yeah, you guys peek at the knife, you peek at the, the tooth, really stressful. Uh, and eventually you come out into a clearing where there are a number of um, stone huts with smoke coming out of the roofs. There's people walking around. Let's talk about what the people of Hibernia kind of look like in like terms of dress and the kinds of people that live here. Because I know that we've said the world outside, people were able to travel very freely during the Golden Age because of like airships teleportation that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but has hibernia stayed like pretty isolated do we think i imagined that it was always isolated like yeah yeah everything beyond the fog wall even in the golden age was like nobody goes there yeah so what's hibernian like dress like because it's really cold here i mean it would make sense to be furs yeah (laughs) something that could survive the cold Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. skins and whatnot yeah hides or if it was something cool fantasy and they were they're all naked or like what gone, <laughs> gone. <laughs> something cool fantasy like they're all naked maybe because they're druids and they can like just change into so they're actually dressed pretty light yeah yeah that makes That's sense what I'm, not naked but they were like it's way lighter like what yeah totally a lot of a lot of bare skin more than you would expect so it, it would make sense that these people are acclimatized to this kind of weather because mm-hmm. it's always cold so they don't wear as much as we would think they needed to mm-hmm. yeah and it also makes sense that they kind of use their sort of connection to the spirit realm to give themselves some of that like protection yeah, from like, the elements. Like Ileana had that bear cloak. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So they have oh, yeah. their tail clothes. Yeah. yeah. I like that because then yeah. it doesn't have to be like they're dressed up like people yeah. from the north. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So actually as you're walking through, as you're being led through this village uh, with Stone Eye at the head, people are like looking over at you and you're seeing a lot of tells like you know like there's somebody that looks like they have a, a mantle of like owl feathers on their shoulders or um what are some other animal um, bits that people alpaca look like? scarf an alpaca scarf yeah, yeah. like a dicky like oh a just like a, yeah, yeah like covering soft. their chest and neck yeah. yeah um like like deer spots oh cool oh, yeah, probably that. like antlers like somebody straight up has antlers Maybe. yeah, yeah. One guy's got hooves. It's <laughs> oh, just like, cool. ugh, like waddling around like, fuck. It's so slippery for him. <laughs> yeah. And I think the kids don't have any tells. Interesting. Yeah, until they settle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Ooh, maybe kids, this is kind of like Harry Potter X-Men rules. Maybe they're more apt to taking um, multiple forms early on. Oh, oh until yeah. Until they like settle into one form. Mm-hmm. Cool. Dark materials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah. little demon thing yeah. shift around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I imagine there are a lot of kids running around too. Ooh, yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. This is like, it's a very, a village. It's like full of life. It's, yeah. it's cold and it's dour, but the village is very lively. Mm-hmm. There are people like playing music, uh, people cooking food. The clearing is very long, I think, and more narrow than you might expect, but mm-hmm. it all goes towards, um, what looks like a big central circle with like a big, big, big stone fire pit. And there's like um, a big crackling fire in the middle of town. Like that they have features that are uh, ice carved. I really like that they carve things out of ice. Yeah. Like, oh, p- like pillars out of ice and like oh, things like yeah. these little ornaments around. Like they have very simple and stone and rough and old, old structures. But then they seasonally do like it could be a part of a fest or something. Mm-hmm. That they totally. Seasonal things that they totally. do yeah. carvings and, and ornate things out of ice. I bet they carve like icicles into shapes and they hang them from the trees. Oh yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So that like, you know, when the light refracts, it's yeah. just really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. There's like little, tinkling in the trees yeah, as like icicles kind of clang together. Wind blowing. Beautiful. And I think there's maybe more sun on Hibernia than there is in the rest of the gray. Yeah. It's like brighter. Mm-hmm. That the thing that we mentioned about the trees of knowledge, how they don't have snow directly around them so there is like this oh. this uh, collected energy of all the trees yeah. of all the home place of the this trees like, of knowledge that create this different climate this like warming effect yeah so there is like shockingly you see their like gardens with like things like growing in them oh, there are people so... like farming stuff because mm-hmm. for some reason here it's it's like seasonably warm so the cold could be like a defense yeah outside of the city cool very interesting yeah i mean they can't grow things like lemons but there's cabbages and <laughs> yeah, stuff no, like there's that no, there's some food growing here but it's not like ooh, mango party yeah. <laughs> like, i think there's one guy with a little lemon tree and he's very proud of it trying yeah. so hard to keep it alive he's got all these mirrors uh, around it like, yeah. like he's been sun tanning his lemons and i think as you get towards like the fire there's a lot of like like whispering person to person. People start running off down the down the, the clearing. And you get to the fire and you hear a voice call out like Stone Eye. And uh an older man, probably like, you know, five eight, five nine, gray hair, long gray hair, skinny, kind of muscular, but like uh old guy. What's his tail? His tail is what does he turn into? Maybe he turns into like an octopus. Oh, right. interesting. He's got like ring marks on his arms and legs. Suction cup things. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So he's got like uh like sucker marks all up and down his arms. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe there's like a clade of like cephalopods, basically. Their whole Fuck. thing is like traveling cool. the oceans. Fuck, I love that. But they're more spread out because their whole thing is like they travel, they explore the oceans. Oh yeah. And they meet every once in a while and trade information, cool. knowledge, teach each other. Cool. And yeah, he stops Stone Eye in front of the fire and is just like demanding, what is the meaning of this? Who are these people? And they have a whole back and forth about like, uh, trespassers. This one bears the name Ileana. We must convene the council. And uh, he looks back at you three. We're just giving them thumbs ups. <laughs> and then he looks at Ving as if to say, oh, it's obviously that one. <laughs> He slowly puts the tear back on. <laughs> it is I named of my family lineage. Ileana was my mother's name. Ileana is my middle name. <laughs> Please call me Ving. Ving is my name. Danger is my middle name. Danger is my maiden name. 
He's oh. done it this many times. Yeah. <laughs> this whole circle, the whole like the whole circle in this village is silent, listening to you do this. Are you are you finished? Are you? Have you even begun? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at Stone Eye and says, um, "This is troubling. I will gather the council at once. We'll meet at twilight." And uh, rushes off. Stone Eye turns to uh, the Selkies and says, "Make sure they don't go anywhere." And stalks off. And you all start getting uh, pushed towards one of the stone huts. What do we say about pushing? They we're put, going. They we're, push you. We're going. Stop oh, it. Oh, God. This is I annoying. push him back. <laughs> push, they, try, they try and push you, but you're so low down. Yeah. They're like, come here. You can't get me. Can't get me. I'm fast. <laughs> Just get in the fucking hut. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and one of them puts a hand on the guy's shoulder and goes, Tevin, just calm down, man. It's a little kid. It's a little boy. You're letting them get to you, bud. Yeah, you're getting in your head, Tevin. I'm just a little boy, and I flip him off. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes, <laughs> and he turns around and walks away. <laughs> but you get, you, you hear him. Like, <laughs> yeah, you hear like, <laughs> and this slow farting sound as he turns into a seal to hide his tears. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you all get kind of led into this uh, this stone hut, pretty bare. There's like benches and chairs. There's uh, coverings on the windows and doors, like skins, basically high hanging in the windows. And you get pushed in, and two selkies take a post on the other side of the door outside, and you are left to your devices. I like to discern realities in this hut. Ooh, yeah. smart. Mm. Seven. Perfect. All right, you get one question. What's uh, useful in here? Yeah, so you hear um, them talking like, oh, I can't wait to figure out what's going on here. Because, yes, Ileana's disgusting. About time these blasphemers were punished for their transgressions. And they start talking about the council. They mention this council is comprised of the leaders of different clades. Clades being Hmm. groups of, of druids that take similar forms and have similar philosophical understandings like the Selkies. Cool. So there are other clades that are a part of this council. So there would be a representative of the cephalopod. Yeah. So he, rep- he represents like, um, maybe they're called like the deep striders or something like that. Cool. Nice. Like that's that, that's what that clade is called. Um, there's one that's like, like the green seers and they're like, um, all elks and deer. Oh, cool. The, the, the woods, you know, like that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. So that's what you hear is them talking about the different clades and the different leaders and, uh, theorizing about what their decision is going to be. What was that old guy? Uh, he was a he was the leader of the deep, stri- uh, deep okay. striders. Yeah. Hey, what's that old guy's name out there? Shut up! You shut up! You shut up! Shut! You sh- you're stop you, talking. You're a prisoner. You're our prisoner. We're keeping watch over you. Yeah, we're keeping watch over you. And Tuck's like, we, we're here because we want to be. Oh, yeah? And Tuck leans back and he's like, yeah, it's pretty comfortable in here. Must suck to have to stand out there like a couple of dildos. <laughs> oh, it's not so bad because if we want to leave, we can leave. But you're stuck in here. I'm pretty sure Stone Eyes told you to watch over us. So you're stuck in here just like we are. But without this chaise lounge. No, no maybe I maybe I go say, hey, I want to go, uh, go take a dump. You come watch over here and I can leave. No problem. Maybe we can take a shit in here if we want to and then tuck starts to shit hey hey hey. you'll probably have to be the ones who clean it up do you have to clean this up hey i'm sorry (laughs) 
What the? They're taking a shit in here. <laughs> hey, what's your name? And Bing's peeing on the wall, spelling the guy's name. Doesn't matter because soon, by the time the moon rises, you're gonna be dead. Yeah. And you too. <laughs> he points at Tuck. And Tuck's like, I'm pretty bunged up because I've been. Ha- I've had mostly saltfish. <laughs> and they all, they both just turn around and they look. They they close the flap and they don't look anymore. And then Tuck's like, Tuck tugs on one of their like sleeves, and he's like, Do either of you have? Don't touch me. <laughs> I don't even have a sleeve. You're tugging on my elbow skin. <laughs> oh, gross. It's pretty loose back here. Yeah, fuck off! I lost Probably. a lot of weight recently. <laughs> Probably wipe your ass with that. Okay, just don't talk to them anymore. But they're being disrespectful to the room. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Soon, soon, they'll all be dead. Uh. <laughs> uh, but by way, by the by way of listening to them talk about the different clades, you do learn that at least the leader of the Deep Striders' name is Grimshay. Grimshay, cool. Yeah. cool. Mm. Can I try something? Yeah. yeah. Um. Billy's not loving the smell of tuck shit. <laughs> Understandably. I tried to dig a little hole and then I realized it was mostly permafrost and I couldn't <laughs> get in there. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Once it freezes, the smell should dissipate. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck's trying to get it to freeze faster by blowing on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's just moving the smell around. <laughs> um, Breath smells like shit. In the meantime, Billy's lighting more of that wax no not the wax like the amber the resin on on fire mm-hmm. to cover up the smell a bit <laughs> okay and um <laughs> this is like basically spring glade <laughs> i think i want to go out and and find out some info just to prep you for later because they're being real really secretive about it uh-huh yeah what do you mean go out Sneak i out? want to do <gasps> shadow dance Ooh, wow. interesting yeah. why All not right. it's gonna be so easy yeah hopefully. totally okay so roll plus wisdom seven so on a seven to nine i believe you get one hold uh yeah i get one hold so i just plop down where i am <laughs> yeah. i guess and I saunter out <laughs> just walk past everybody yeah and the two selkies at the door go and they like look down but they don't see anything so they feel them yeah they feel something whoa i, I fart i try to <laughs> I, I don't know if it's gonna reach them. spirit fart <laughs> spirit fart <laughs> the other guy's like are you going to change right now? <laughs> Are you seriously changing right now? Are you seriously changing right in front of me? You changing right in front of me? Seriously? God. Uh, yeah. So you head out in your fairy form and you're seeing like the, um, the shadowy fairy reflection of the village. It's so clear here actually. Oh, so it's like, okay. So this is something I've been so curious yeah. about. What does the fairy realm actually look like? Is it like a bright, vibrant place? But, when you're far away from these points, you're you're only seeing the shadows through it, or what's the deal there? Yeah, um, it can also like so you can be physically like if you're physically far away from kind of like your homeland mm-hmm. or whatever, but also like mentally, mm-hmm. like if you feel like for some reason like you can't you feel distant, I don't know, yeah, from that part of yourself, then then it's a shadow world. Cool. Because something I was thinking mm-hmm. about is when Billy first saw, and this was the thing that I said, so I don't know if it tracks with what you're thinking about, but um, we talked about the endless bows. Yeah. Like, is the fairy realm a separate place? Like, there are locations in the fairy realm? Or is it all, like, reflections of the material? Um, It's all reflections of the material okay. world. But unlike the physical world, none of the landscapes stop you from, like, 
traveling. I see. So if there's water, it doesn't like affect you like that. Mm. Um, everything is like walkable. It's basically. like the spiritual projections, but in the fairy world. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So cool. yeah, sort of like the sp- spirit world in some ways, like where you can float around. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Does that mean you can traverse long distances mm-hmm. in the fairy realm? Mm-hmm. Like you could like use it to like go to a different continent. Yeah, basically, as crow yeah. flies. Basically, you could go cool. wherever you want. Yeah. Sweet. The shadow roads. Yeah. And I would describe the fairy world sort of like a, an impressionist painting in a Ooh. way. Like it's uh, like the light and colors move a lot. Cool. So when you say clear, it's so clear here. It's like you're seeing those colors and shapes moving. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Are there more fairies here yes. too? Yeah. Okay. There's fairies here. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I pictured like, you know, the projections shadows on the cave wall Plato yeah. style but now you're at the fire the source of light that is causing the projections yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. cool cool yeah cool you're seeing, you're seeing the thing that lights the shadows on the world so what kind of fa- what kind of fairies do you see um there's a winter fairy whoa there's a few of them actually quite a few here elemental Not like, fairies like um like the winter like they're in their winter season oh cool. yeah yeah so they're like our elders a lot of them are sort of in like a meditation state. Can I ask you to describe a winter fairy? Like, I don't actually know what they look like. Um, I guess they're all different. But they're like, all different. What's sort of the unifying idea of them? Uh, I guess sort of like if Billy's a spring fairy, mm-hmm. you know, young. So he's like the buds and the blossoms. They might be sort of like wood or like shedding. Like dead branches and ice yeah. and stuff like that. Bark. Yeah. Cool. Um moss maybe there's moss yeah, fairies, there's like old moss. old lichen-y kind of cool yeah. yeah and their features are are more angular i guess mm-hmm. almost like carved and it's more just like the feeling of them mm-hmm. they're slower and they feel more like stoic in a way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. kind of have the same vibe as old dwarves yeah, almost. that's, that's what i was thinking too. yeah mm-hmm. so there yeah there are a few of those like scattered around the village sort like eyes closed yeah they are humanoid interesting yeah. how about how big how big um probably anywhere from like like four and a half to six and a half feet tall oh what wow. tiny for some reason <gasps> i guess like spring fairies are small but like as fairies grow they get larger well they like can be. like things that grow i guess yeah also billy's small because he's tied to this boy's body yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's not always an age thing necessarily and i think that's why billy's like mm. i don't know i'm like nine or ten or eight <laughs> yeah. yeah it doesn't matter to him uh-huh. it's all like um sort of like like in, in what condition is your heart and your soul uh-huh. are you tired of um living or have have you been hurt too much then you're probably a winter fairy uh-huh. where you're like i'm done here and i'm happy to pass on um, interesting but it's also a sign of upcoming yeah uh rebirth though yeah too right yeah like the end of a cycle but the beginning of another cycle yeah, yeah like it's like it, it can seem sad but it's also like they're they're doing things like they're healing or they're replenishing and like learning lessons yeah it also makes sense for why billy forgets a lot of things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and also why he is eternally in his spring because like the boy that he right is a part of is like lively and like mm-hmm. excited about being alive yeah, I think Billy subconsciously actually forgets on purpose because if he remembered it all, he would grow up. Oh yeah, in a way. I like that a lot. 
Um, there's summer fairies and... I'm sorry, I want you to describe all you of these. Want, this, am I taking too long? No, no, this is awesome. This wrapped. is the first is time great. we've ever talked about the different seasons of fairy, and I'm mm. so curious. Okay. We all want to know what okay. this is. Yeah, totally. Um, so summer fairies. Yeah, there's summer fairies, and there's ones in their autumn season. Um, the summer fairies are like really similar, actually, to the spring ones. Mm-hmm. They're just in fuller bloom. Mm-hmm. They're and, like the Panusians of fairies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very passionate. Very yeah. passionate. And a bit oh. more knowledgeable. Are they like hot ladies? <laughs> <laughs> There's all kinds. Well, I think like if hot spring fairies were... are kind of like the childlike fairies, I think these are like, you know, like people in their 20s, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like that's the feeling you get. Like they know a lot, so they don't spend as much time uh, interacting with, I guess, the world as like, say, like a spring fairy does. Spring fairies though they're like really energetic they are slower and they take time like pondering stuff and playing with things uh summer fairies i guess you know they might be fighting or interacting with each other or mm-hmm. the physical cool. world they're usually actually like more often than not in the physical world because they want to explore that as well yeah they're on their walkabout yeah yeah mm-hmm. and they often will like flit from host to host oh yeah, yeah. they're passionate Mm. I like the idea that like a lot of the stories of people interacting with fairies, like the dangerous, capricious, like seductive ones or whatever, yeah. have been people interacting with summer fairies. Yeah, cool. I think so. Yeah. Uh, spring fairies are usually like the prankster ones and the childlike ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and autumn fairies are usually like guys who are have worked an office job <laughs> for ten years, yeah. <laughs> and they're just so depressed. Yeah. <laughs> autumn autumn fairies are the ones that actually a lot of the people will make like um like little shrines to, or oh. they'll visit for advice. Oh, so like you know, like the nerd fairies, like, <laughs> like librarian fairies. Yeah, like you know, in like Ireland, they'll go visit like a mound or something, yeah. believing a fairy lives there, cool. and they'll leave offerings for it. Those kinds of fairies are the autumn fairies. Cool. Those are the mushroom fairies too. The yeah. autumn fairies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who they like do the rings. The rings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is it because like it's like when a summer fairy is like, I like this place. I'm gonna chill out here for a while. Yeah. I'm gonna chill mm-hmm. out here for a while, and then they actually get to like start like interacting with other beings, like on a deeper level. Cool. Uh-huh. But they haven't yet become like cold and distant like the winter fae mm-hmm. well because if you think about it like autumn fae are interacting with people and like making deals and trying to help them mm-hmm. and like are maybe shepherds of the land yeah mm-hmm. and like the more they interact with people the more they take on like yeah they're so, betrayed mm-hmm. like they yeah. people break their promises mm-hmm. yeah cool. a lot of those things where it's like maybe a human leaves an offering or like promises something and then breaks it like the fairy feels like um betrayed by that a lot of the winter fairies, they might have fought like a lot of wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've just like seen a lot and they're disappointed, I guess, in like the corruptness of the physical world compared to like the spirit or the fairy world. And yeah. that's when they ponder like, was any of this worth it? Like maybe I was better off in the spirit world where everything had law and everyone mm-hmm. was peaceful in a way, like mm-hmm. you behaved in this manner. And then once they kind of find that peace again, they're like, no, this is kind of just the way. Mm-hmm. Then they, uh, you know, might transition back into their spring phase. Really cool. That's really so cool. fucking cool. That's also kind of cool because it implies that Billy was in his autumn phase when he went into the boy because he had rooted himself in Lone Tree Hill like it was his place. And people came to him. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense yeah. that he was in his winter phase and during the winter war. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like he's been through the cycle a few times, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Wow. 
and there being a bunch of winter fairies here implies a lot of like conflict over time mm. oh i wonder if any of them recognize billy they probably will probably, actually yeah. a lot of fairies do recognize each other mm-hmm. that's sick yeah okay so that mm-hmm. is an excellent and exciting description of all the different fairy <laughs> Thank seasons you. so sick yeah cool. so cool Thanks. um so billy is walking around the village she sees fairies in all their different seasons uh the winter ones not really paying you much heed mm-hmm. as they are deep in their introspection Maybe like you see a, a summer one that seems very interested in one of the uh, druids, like ooh, like yeah. kind of flitting around, like oh, so beautiful. <laughs> and um, an autumn one, uh, maybe like a that looks just like a pile of <laughs> a pile of dead leaves. Yeah, just like, <sighs> like uh, Billy is going to go jump into the pile of leaves, <laughs> <laughs> and you um. You flop into this pile of leaves that you might not have even realized was a fairy until just oh, now. Oh, I knew it was a fairy. Oh. <laughs> so you just hear like, ah, oh, oh, who are you? Uh, I'm Billy. Remember me? Oh. And some of the leaves like yeah. up into like uh, eyebrows. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go, oh. Yeah, it's been a long time. You're going by Billy now. I am. I've been Billy for quite a long time. Oh. At least in human years. Yeah, I was gonna say, at least <laughs> nine or eight or ten years. Yeah. It's not as wonderful to see you, Billy. It's nice to see you too. Russell. Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Russell is a fucking great yeah. name for this thing. I knew I'd see you again. I thought you were in a bush last time, but I wasn't quite sure. Those were my summer days. Yeah. Have you been here for a long time? Oh, yes. Yes-ish? Yeah. Okay. Long enough to hear about the Ilianas? Oh. Carol? Because I want to use this hold to get some info from Russell. Oh, then you can just use the hold. Like, this is all you'll get, basically, okay. and then you'll go back. Okay. Um, can you tell me why the druids seem to have a problem with the Ilianas? Because I've got my friends Tuck and Ving here, and Ving is descended from that family. And they and the druids, I don't know, they, they're talking about council, and they're meeting tonight to figure out what to do with us. Ilianas? It's not a name people say very lightly around here. I I can tell. They are responsible for a lot of bloodshed. Bloodshed? Mm. From when? Oh, and you, you realize, you remember as you're saying this, that fairies are not great at telling time. Well, not when, but from <laughs> what, I suppose. A, a, a war? Which war? There's really? been so many, Russell. There are so many wars, and there will be many, many more. I know. Is it one I fought in? Did we? Did is it the one we fought in together? No. Hmm. But similar participants, I suppose. The um, and like a pile of leaves comes up and is trying to like gesture like a height. Uh-huh. Like, um, and he starts miming like, like a an arrow being drawn, like twang. And were the Ilianas, did they bear those weapons too? Mm-mm, no? Ilianas, they're from here, from the land. But they brought, for some reason, the ones with the flying shards to this place. Oh. And that's why they're angry. Mm, many lives were lost. 
Is he talking about the elves? He's talking about rangers, yeah. Oh, shit. So the Ilions brought the rangers here, and that was the war. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm. a war, it was a fight, right? Yeah. It was, it was not our war. None were like our war. No. But the conflict, blood, death, hate. That was in the physical world. Here, yes. Yeah, okay. I hope that you will not come to harm. But if you do, there is. He gestures around. I know, but I'm not ready to come home yet. Mm. It'd be too soon. Perhaps someday. Someday. And then cut to Tuck shitting, trying to shit. I'm <laughs> desperately, he's got the waning knife out and he's desperately trying to dig a hole. And he's like, I don't know how it's smelling worse over time. Here, I'll, it is not freezing. Bing is trying to pee onto the, the no, permafrost no, 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 no. to try and thaw it out. No! Splattering and, shit. Yeah, covered. he's pissing it's, on the shit. <laughs> I'm disgusting. <laughs> Billy can look back and see us in the hut because he can't see the hut. Well, I'm not ready to go home. <laughs> I some sometimes I miss home. I guess uh, <laughs> certainly smells better here. And he, uh, the, his leafy dead leaf arm comes up and kind of like like holds your cheek yeah. for a moment. And he's like, so nice to see you, Billy. It's so nice to see you, Russell. I know I'll see you again, Billy. Russell. Mm, it's a nice name. <laughs> Fitting. Thank you. I think so too. Mm. It was a he was a good boy. Mm. Seems one. Uh I don't really want to go. It's really calm here. It's really smelly in that hut. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My friends are being really stupid, I think. It is. It is a privilege, Billy, to smell. It is. Here, beautiful sensation, not many. There's not many. I remember my summer days, the tastes, the sounds. Mm-hmm. And you'll have them again, but I know what's coming isn't, mm. it's never what we, what we enjoy. But it is what we have. It's what we have and it's what we have to do to get back to here, mm. where I am. Mm. <sighs> I have to go back. Oh. Mm. Is there anything else you can tell me before I... Before I go. Just that you have chosen interesting friends. Yeah. I don't want to forget them. So I have to go. <laughs> Goodbye, Billy. And. <laughs> and then zoop, as if on like a zip cord. Yeah. Like you whoop back into the body. There's a huge fire. <laughs> <laughs> What? Was that was an actual fire? Yeah, we no. started a fire to no, get no, rid no, of the, the fucking the shit. bottom, not the top. <laughs> what? Uh, somebody runs in with like a bucket of water. It's one of the guards. Yeah, one of the Selkies runs in with a bucket of water and splashes it on the fire. I knew you were going to have to clean up our shit. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I don't even care what you did anymore. I hope they kill you. I hope they do. And I'm going to laugh when they do it. Can I hear your laugh, please? So I know it'll, it'll be you. <laughs> he turns around and storms out. And then the guy, I tuck goes, wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'm genuinely sorry. Come back. I, I, he turns around a little bit, and but he does not come closer to I you. I go, for real, no, I'm, we've, we've acted in a really fucked up way, and this is your home, and honestly, we've been- I, 
This is a trick. No, 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 no. It's not a trick. I promise. If it's a trick, I promise. There will be consequences. Can I roll to convince him it's not yeah, a trick? Yeah, you can, but he's telling you if it's a trick, there will be consequences. <laughs> okay. It's not a trick. 36 plus charisma. Uh, yeah, it's a 10. 11. 11. <laughs> and I, I go, I promise this isn't a trick. I am genuinely really sorry. Okay. And as a token of an apology to you, I have a gift for you. And Tuck opens his backpack and he reaches his hand in and he pulls his middle finger out. <laughs> and he he walks forward. And he's like, actually, I have two in here. And he, he reaches in with his other hand and he pulls yeah. his other. You can give one to your friend. And he, he slugs you right in the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks what forward. I, snap. Where do I roll? Roll a D8. Oh. Two. Two, which is your armor. Yeah. So. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and he stalks back out. And Billy comes to. Hey, you're back. I'm back. I got to see an old friend. I saw oh, a lot of old friends. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I don't remember them all, but I know that they're there. <laughs> That's really great. Did they tell you anything? Yeah. Before I forget, I have to tell you. My friend, the bush, he told me that long ago, a bunch of uh, Billy mimes the arrows. Rangers? Rangers came here and there was a fight. The Ilianas brought them and and that's why the Druids are mad. Oh shit. Oh. And that's what they talk about with the bloodshed, I guess. It wasn't a war, but it was just a fight here. Can I use Bardic lore? Um for what? To see about this war? Either Legends of Guitar Heroes past or histories? They would apply if we hadn't already established this is a very isolated culture. Mm. So this, these don't seem like stories that would spread. Okay. Unfortunately. D maybe a spelt lore? I'm telling you, there's no way that you would know. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. But what if there's a way we know? <laughs> Such as? Such as? <laughs> I guess, I, theoretically, Ving might know something because the rangers would bring back stories of it that's least. what i was wondering is like but i don't think tuck would know okay think roll the spell lore tuck says <laughs> nice. plus wisdom uh yeah 13 13 Ooh. interesting and useful i think that um so there is a lullaby that ving is remembering that i don't have the the information for that is about a ranger it's similar to that that arrow's flight, the like the ranger lullaby, the, the ranger, ranger king. king. Yeah. Um, but it's about the ranger king and a woman falling in love, and how it was this like really dangerous love because you know Romeo and Juliet shit they shouldn't be together. So and it has elements of meeting a ranger mm -hmm. or like yeah taking part in some battle. There were definitely conflicts before. Okay. That Ileana was probably a part of. It seems like Ileana had to then flee Hibernia, and that's why she was in the, the, the frozen north. Oh, shit. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you, as always, to Aaron Reed for our incomparable intro and outro music. Thank you to River Q on the Discord for the name Grimshay, uh, for the leader of the Deep Strider Clade. And uh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters around the world. You can support us at patreon.com slash spoutlore or spoutlore.com slash money, please, and get a bunch of bonus shit. 
discord channels, monthly streams, uh, gear, equipment, writing, art, a whole bonus campaign and a whack of other shit. Uh, or you can find us online at spelt lore. Most places. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of adventures three who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be for times abreast in revelry. And though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly.